Are you ready to be somewhat impressed? Okay, maybe I'm asking too much. Well, I know at the very least they do their very best to put a smile upon your face. It's KSJE's Sunday Morning Wake Up Call with Ren and David. Your Sunday morning will never be the same. You're listening to The Wake Up Call on KSJE, Farmington. Great music, superhero type guests, and a giggle or two. Changing the world one smile at a time is Ren and David. Uh, you know, Ren, you, you know, you came in, you said you weren't, uh, you weren't feeling much today, but I don't know, you're a whole lot better shape than I am. I'm not sure what my problem is. <laughs> yeah, there's something about this place. It, it gives me at least uh, a positive, smile on yeah, my face. Positive energy, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Especially seeing Julie in her cool shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what Julie just showed us. It was... It was foul, to say the least. Was it really? I didn't even know. I feel attacked. Oh no, not really. It was. A, we'll say it's a medical brochure for a very personal issue. Oh. <laughs> Julie came back to show Dave again. Oh my! Um, no, I have Thank not. Thank you, Julie. Yeah, that that especially put a bigger smile on my face. <laughs> Seeing my face is <laughs> just the surprise of it. That's my kind of humor. Just casually walking up to someone, deadpan. And then showing them something absurd. <laughs> Love it. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm hoping that we're going to have a Rin Rants in the second half. And, we will, um, yes. And maybe even that's um, maybe even we'll do that's for the web page, uh, not uh, the web series, the web exclusive, the the, the, the web exclusive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so those of you that listen to us on KSJE, we're going to invite you to move over. I got it right that time, didn't I? KSJE. You sure did. Proud of me. This um, man has worked at so many radio stations. <laughs> uh, we're going to ask you to move over to the uh, innerwestconcepts.com for more information uh, or, and to see it. And um, we're going to have a phone number soon. I was actually working on that before you came and got that, where some of my frustration came <laughs> uh, because it's an online deal. And, you know, yeah, is it like one of those online phone numbers? Yeah. yeah, yeah those and, are a bit of a hassle. And, and it'll have boxes. So. It'll be for Inner West Concepts, mm-hmm. but they can leave a message for Female Encounters of the Lifetime. For a they can specific. Leave, you're right. They can leave a message for us and so on and so forth. I love that. Yeah. Oh, great idea. So we'll have all of that soon. Soon. Very soon. If the internet wants to comply. Yeah, well, if they will just do as I say. say. Yes. <laughs> I know. I noticed that's, uh, that's the big conflict when I'm trying to tell my mom how to deal with like tech stuff. She's like, it should work. It should that's just a, do what I need. That's exactly how I feel. Uh-huh. And it's fair enough because you guys came from a generation where when something was built it just worked. That's right. And it was intuitive. Like, oh, I don't have the instruction manual, but I can figure this out. Computers, I try to describe it as like a brain. You that's have to right. give it time to think. You have to be nice to it. Don't give it too many tasks. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you lock the damn thing up. That's yes, for sure. or it'll just cut you out. All right, we're going to have Dave and Ease today, too, I think. I think I have one that I haven't uh, used recently. Recently. At least in quite a while. It's from the Dave and Ease vault. Yeah, from the Dave and Ease vault. And um, and I, I like this idea that uh, you have uh, come up with once again. For the show today. Thank yeah. You. So, uh, you explain it. Oh, it's just British Invasion, but like 2.0. Y2K version. No, be, no Beatles, because we're going to finish up that. I brought the book. I figured to, our, What do you look over? But 
I figured, oh yeah, the book's perfect. We'll yeah. keep them here for the next time we do part three. Yeah. I figured our listeners have had enough Beatles for now. Exactly. But they haven't had enough of the Brits. So. <laughs> enough of the Brits. I'm trying to remind everybody that they don't just do cool pop rock. They do all sorts of music. Well, you know, we're trying to get, and we'll get more into, uh, you know, I found out today that you're not really a blues fan. I'm not. I'm not going to hold it against you. Please don't. Um, <laughs> and our our listeners, please don't either. Please don't. I, I promise it's from childhood trauma, not, <laughs> not because I think it's bad. Um, but, yeah, we're, you know, we want to try to cover a lot of different genres and a lot of, a lot of it that other places aren't doing, per se. Yeah. So we're trying to be different. Me too. Yeah. I, I was just about to say me too, as though you weren't including me in that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I am including We're you. a duo. We do everything yeah. together. That's right. You know what's better than... Like it or not, Rain, you're stuck with my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I'm okay with that. Okay, I don't good. know if I like it, but I'm accepted. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, at least I get an okay. That's all I can... Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see eventually. All right. Yeah. But you know what's better than a duo? A whole dang group. And what I have for you today is, is an example of a tried and true British tradition, the, the girl group, like really? a pop girl group. And I, I mean, a British pop girl group. Oh, yeah. England's full of them. They, they come and they go and then they break up and they have their single careers and then they oh, get back wow. together. And who's the most famous British girl group of them all? Girl well, power. I, man, I would, uh, no clue. Spice up your life. It's, it's the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls. Mel yeah, B. Wanna be? I love Mel B. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna zig a zig. If you want my future, forget my past. If you wanna get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting. It's too easy, but that's the way it is. 
Traeger's Bar prides itself in bringing together positive people and sophisticated spirits. A truly welcoming group with New Mexico roots, locally owned and operated. Traeger's offers specialty drinks, classic libations, domestic and craft beers, wine, and cocktails. And for folks feeling a tad peckish, the doghouse is right off the patio with hot dogs, wings, nachos, and much more. Located at 5170 College Boulevard in Farmington, their website is traegersbar.com. Okay, Rin. Sick, sick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you can, got for me? Can you can you name out? There was Scary Spice. There's Scary Spice. Now, who was Scary Spice? Was that Mel B? Mel B. Okay. There was Posh Spice, which was Victoria Beckham. Okay. There was Ginger Spice. I don't know her name. There's also Baby Spice and Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. Now, one, another one was Mel. There was Mel B and Mel something else. I think, maybe. I can't yeah, remember. It, it, she was on some show. Oh, well, gosh, I got to look it up. No, I, I think it was horrible. Dancing with the Stars or something, and I'm like, that, that Mel B, really? <laughs> or Mel something. Mel Q. I don't, I don't remember Let exactly. Let me see. Melanie, Melanie C. They had Mel B and Melanie C. Yeah. Good memory. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let me, no, let I got me go. that from watching Dancing with the Stars. But, uh, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Scary Spice, uh, Mel B. Mel C was Sporty Spice. Emma Bunton was Baby Spice, my favorite. Baby and, Spice. Yeah, she was just really cutesy, had the big, big platform boots I always wanted. Well, of course she had to be cutesy. Yeah, Jerry Hallowell was Ginger Spice, and, of course, Victoria Beckham, Posh Spice. So, yeah, the girl group in England's a pretty prolific thing. And you know how I know that? It's because I've been rewatching one of my all-time favorite shows. Oh well, yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> UK Edition Season Two. Oh, you and RuPaul. I know. I've I got, love you know that what? Show. I'm gonna look it up. Is that on Netflix or? Uh... No, not. Uh, it's actually kind of hard to watch it. It's not, most of the main shows are on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. But yeah, the interna- the international editions are on a different app, but. If you're going to watch the British one, watch season two. It's very good. All right. And keep an eye out for my favorite, Bimini Bon Boulash. <laughs> okay. Is that, is, is that a drag queen name for you? Or Bimini Bon Boulash. Okay. Okay. I'll try to remember, <laughs> try to remember that. She's got a, th- a thick London accent. I don't think the uh, Spice Girls made it to the girls of rock and roll. No, they did not. I would not <laughs> call them rock. No, Rockers. that's pop, right? That's pop, though, yeah. like, and uh, joyfully so. They're not ashamed to be pop stars. No, not at all. Well, no, they made millions. Why? And like, you know <laughs> what? I think, they? I think Simon Cowell was their producer. Uh, he had oh, something to do with them. I know. Good point. Yeah. yeah. What did he, I think? Yeah, that's another thing I want to look up now. <laughs> not as interesting Save as that, the news. Yeah, yeah right. that's for another time. All right. So uh, we're doing the um, British invasion. British invasion, not the female, not just female, but British. Not just the female, but kind of like uh, the modern day, like Y two K British invasion. And we're doing it different than the Beatles. We do have a Beatles show that's in progress, but um, 
It's besides the. I, I realize that the Beatles are the most famous of the whole bunch. I right? would definitely say so. They started the the, the movement. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the invasion. The British, the British invasion. I couldn't think of the word <laughs> in the sixties. The original one. Yeah. So who do you who do you have up next? I have another one that. Um, okay, so this comes from the very first album that I bought on iTunes. <laughs> I've probably said that before, but. I have uh, Gorillas. Now, do you know much about Gorillas? I have heard. You've played them before, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you might recognize this song. This is probably their most popular one. I've not played it on purpose just because so many people play it. But um, they're the brainchild of a musician, um, Damon Alburn from The Blur, and an artist, Jamie Hewlett, who does a lot of illustration, also including the comic Tank Girl. And so they got together. Really? Yeah, and they're like, if there was a virtual band, um, you could kind of do whatever you want with them. You wouldn't be tethered down to anyone's style or anyone's aesthetic. Right, right, right. So uh, they made a whole animated band with lore and members, and then Damon Alburn is sort of the musical genius behind all of it. And he gets all these different artists from all over the world to participate on his albums. And he's been going, it's, I think they started in what? The year 2000, and, and they're still making music now. They just released it. 22 years later? Yep. You know, you never cease to amaze me. What? How do you keep all that knowledge in that little noggin of yours? <laughs> um, being a big old nerd. <laughs> not hanging out with people and, and staying in my room and reading all this on the internet. <laughs> I will also say, I have some... I've been a Gorillaz fan since the early days so I have a lot of their limited edition collectibles oh, cool. that I'm very proud of that I will never sell so okay. I, I love gorillas but this is a without further ado we should have some, you should send me some pictures so we can post them oh I will of your collectible stuff from gorillas I have some shoes some converse shoes I have a book that's this one you, like in good condition you can sell it for probably a thousand dollars online wow it's an art book full of all of the art of the characters oh yeah yeah send us a picture we'll, we'll post it I will but, uh, yeah, this is the one that kind of started it all for me. This is Feel Good, Inc. I'm ready. Hit me.
me as a gravity. We gon' ghost town, this Motown with your sound. You in the blink, gon' bite the dust, can't fight with us. With your sound, you kill the ink. So don't stop, get it, get it. Until you chair the head and watch the way I navigate. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, um, I, I I remember this guy from or the Gorillas from the other show that we did, and you played one of their tunes. I'd like their music. Mm-hmm. Um, Very different. There's like, and there's all sorts of. I don't know. He's done pop ballads, and he's done like sort of heavy metal stuff. It's you know. Yeah, and obviously they're they're timeless. I mean, you said you're seeing kids at the high school now still wearing their. T-shirts and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, they just released the song a couple weeks ago. That um, has what year all... did you graduate? Um, 2012. 2012. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, ten years. I remember calling my dad and asking him for permission to buy this, the Gorillas album. Um, Demon Days on iTunes, so I could put it on my iPod. <laughs> ah, those were the days. <laughs> yeah, and see, I would have had to go buy the vinyl record. Mm-hmm. I do have a vinyl record of theirs, though. It's actually a bunch of their remixes, but oh, I bet that's cool. Oh, yeah, it's really good. It's, it's but fabulous. no turntable. Well, no, not a good one. You know, <laughs> all these turntables I have are the cheapo ones that don't do any of my records justice. Right. So they're just tinny. <laughs> so if anybody wants to get rid of their vinyl setup, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, I wish I still had mine. I mean, really, mm-hmm. I had a nice Thorns turntable. I know that probably means nothing, but at the day, that was like the top of the line. Well, actually, what is it? Um, record sales a couple years ago started going up for the first time in a long time. It's definitely become a, a like a hobby. Right. Um, so that's being kept alive by people who specifically choose it. The naturalists, the people that like the cracks that the vinyl makes as, mm-hmm. the, as the needle goes through the grooves. And the reality is it just, it really does sound better. You know how many grooves are on one 33 and a third long play album? I have no idea. Both sides? No idea. Both sides. Both sides? Both sides. Just take a wild guess. 50 feet. 50 feet of groove? Yeah, I don't know. There's only two grooves. 
Most people go 100. <laughs> There's only two grooves, but okay. you're closer to right because See, it's one continuous. Because it's one continuous. <laughs> See, that's what I thought you were asking me. Okay, cool. <laughs> two grooves, though. That's smart. That's a good joke. Yeah, it was, a, it's a, it was a great radio. Matter of fact, I may use that on my radio show as a question. How many grooves are on it? <laughs> That's just wild, too, and it, it used to um, limit how, how long the songs could be on oh, this album. Oh, absolutely. Which is why I love the White Album, because like they went out of their way to stuff as many songs into that as they could. And they were like, we're going to have to make this into two discs. That's going to make it significantly more expensive. And they're like, good. <laughs> Yeah. We're geniuses. <laughs> we right. deserve it. We deserve every penny of it. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're doing the British Invasion and anything but um, the, the Bales. The Bales. We, we're trying to give some attention to those folks that uh, maybe a little underrated. A little underrated, or maybe even people you didn't even know were British. Oh, that's a, yeah, because honestly, until you brought it up, I never would have thought the Spice Girls were a British Invasion, but they were. Absolutely. Oh, they're yeah. so British. Yeah. You can so just, British. They're so freaking British. <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they as British as Millie? As Millie? Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown? No, Millie. The, oh, our, our Millie. Yeah, our Millie. <laughs> our, our voice. Oh, not nearly as British, because Millie is a real life British person. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, yeah. Gotta cover that up. Well, here's another person that I actually didn't know was British until I was researching this. Uh, this is another '90s one. This is, you know, Sade. Mm-hmm. Smooth operator. That's the and it's spelled S A D E. Yeah, not Sade. Yeah. Sade. Sade. Yeah, I love her, and I used to play her in back in the, God, back in the eighties. Wow. Had, yeah. Yeah. Long time ago on uh, KBDH. People oh. out of out of uh, Big Spring, Texas. Big Spring, Texas. Sade was super popular in Texas. No, I, no, but, but you tried. Yes. <laughs> Who the hell is that on the radio? You were just trying to culture those people. Give them some culture, and we're going to give you culture now. <laughs> Sade, smooth operator. I love this song. Me too. Man, I haven't heard this song ever.
All right, so she was, what did you say? She was Indian, or no, Ni- African, Nigerian, Nigerian born. born. And she was raised in um, Essex. Essex, England, which is around London area. Right, right. And but very influential. In very influential, one of the most successful British uh, female singers. Very influential on, on like the urban contemporary R&B charts. Yeah. And her and her band have been on hiatus for a good while. They drop a song every once in a while, but you know, it sounds like she made her mark, and then now she's just kind of yeah. living life. Sitting back and relaxing. Doing her thing. Enjoying her millions. Her millions. Millions. A million dollars. dollars. Speaking of British invasion. <laughs> I wonder if she it's had really nice fun. teeth. Oh, Siri found something for you. Was that me that did it? I don't know. Yeah. I just heard a voice and I wanted to respond. It sounded to it. like Siri. <laughs> when I said a million, maybe that's her trigger. A million, million dollars. dollars. No. Nope, didn't okay. work. No. Hey, Siri, how can I get a million dollars? Oh, now she's not even going to answer yeah, me. Yeah, I don't think it works when the camera's open. Oh, maybe that's what the deal is. Let's yeah. turn the camera off. Or maybe she's just spying on you. Could and be. She, and she accidentally slipped up. And she said something when she wasn't supposed to. I wonder to. if she watches me when I sleep. <gasps> she sees you when you're sleeping. She knows when you're awake. She knows if I've been naughty or nice. And she will hey, punish he, accordingly. Here we no. go. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Here we go. Here's your day I want my own special intro, too, now. Exactly. I'm surprised you don't have one. <laughs> no, I don't. But I got something ready for you, so Okay. Uh, here's my Debanese for today. Megahertz. You've heard of megahertz? Megahertz, Megahertz. Yes. Okay. My definition... 1,000 aches. <laughs> your, your mission today is to use that word as many times as possible. <laughs> Megahertz. 1,000 aches. Uh.
<laughs> Who was that? That was uh, Coldplay. Coldplay. I, you know, I've heard some of their stuff. I wasn't familiar with that tune, but I'm sure it's probably popular. You weren't familiar with Clocks? <laughs> clocks. The, my favorite... C-L-O, right? Clocks. C-L-O-C-K-S. K-S, yes. Yeah. Clocks. Clocks. When I was a little kid. I know so many of the songs I picked for this show are nostalgic. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to listen to my childhood stories. This was just my favorite, like my first favorite song. Right. How old were you? Oh, gosh. Probably like eight, seven. You are a freaking old soul. <laughs> no. And I didn't know the name of it. I just for so long, I was like, the piano song. <laughs> we'll be back after a quick break. Is your to-do list too much of a load? Is your business piling up? Well, you're in luck. Have you heard the scoop on the poop group? Whether it's poop stool, duty dump, whatever happens at your dog's rump, we'll take care of it. We are Farmington's one and only poop scooper. We provide weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly pet waste removal services. Call or text 505-330-0081 to schedule your poop scooping today. Don't be fickle with your fecal matter. Call the poop group, where your dog's business is our business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you said that to me, I'm like, Billy Joel? Billy Joel. Well, now I love Billy Joel, too, so I would have been happy with that as well. (laughs) There you go. Elton John? Elton John. Eh, Not as much, but... Yeah, I think of the two... I'm sorry we got off of Coldplay. (laughs) That's okay. Well, I like Coldplay, but, I mean, Billy Joel's interesting, too. Yeah. (laughs) Of of the two, I think Billy Joel... I I mean, I like Elton. Sorry, Elton. I, I do like you, but more... I don't know. Oh, I just smacked the mic. Sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> I, Mike's way, into it. My, Mike, Mike is, uh, Mike is uh, uh, our new assistant that you just didn't see. I didn't smack the microphone. No, I smacked Mike. No, that's a dumb joke. To me, I see Elton John and versus Billy Joel. Billy Joel, to me, is more of like a craftsman. Yes. More like he's the guy Elton who's... Elton is a showman. He, and, and Elton is like a performer, yeah. which is fine. He's still a fantastic piano player. But, you know, at the end of the day, I personally prefer Billy Joel. If I had a choice of concerts, mm-hmm. it'd be Billy Joel. Me too. Not that I wouldn't want to see Elton, oh, but um, yeah. Billy Joel. It'd have to be Billy Joel. Billy Joel, I think, was one of the few Americans to perform in Soviet Russia. He was. You're absolutely right. I think I've said this story before, but basically he noticed that the guards were filming people who started to dance. And the whole point of the concert was to come and have fun and not that you'll get in trouble with the the Soviet government. So he started trashing the stage to sort of sabotage his own show so that if anybody else was seen, you know, freaking out or going wild... They would have had a, a cover. Oh, it was because Billy Joel was freaking out on stage. Oh. He sort of saved them from, you know, later Smart guy. being you know, nabbed by the... But the, the poor Russians have been oppressed for a long time. They have, yeah. And now it's the... Now they're picking on the poor folks in... Uh, Ukraine. In the Ukraine. Yeah. It's kind of sad. It is. All right. And we did a, we did a screw you Putin, so... We did. We, Listen we, to that. Yeah, we got, we got our... We got our we got some stuff off We got chest. some words in there. Though I do want to f- fix something that I said. Um, when we recorded that show, I mentioned something about the, the Snake Island 12 or something, a group of people. Right, right, right. 
Um, at the time, it was believed that they were deceased, but since then, it has been revealed that they were taken captured by the Russians, and they are all alive. Oh wow! Yeah, fantastic. So, so just thanks for correcting that. I've been for months meaning to correct yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good deal. Good yeah, deal. so they're all good. All right, so we're doing the British invasion. Anything mm-hmm. but the Beatles, Beatles, as and I like to call the them. Beatles. Beatles. Oh, this next one I wanted to play. This one is like very much British invasion theme appropriate because I think I told you about this. So Stranger Things has their new season out and there's a very important song in it that's used um, throughout the whole show for multiple plot reasons and that is Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill and um, it became so popular in the United States because of Stranger Things um, it reached number one on the US charts And, and Kate Bush who's been around since the 70s this is her first ever number one hit in the states. She's What's her charted name again? Kate. Kate Bush, Bush. and okay. she's like a genius. She's been writing songs since she was a kid. So this song's a little alternative, and it's the '80s, but uh, I, I really love no, it. I'm, no relation to the American Bushes. No, she's a no. Genius. I hope not. Oh, oh, is that my outside voice? Oops. oops. <laughs> what are you gonna do? He's not the president anymore. That's right. <laughs> Running up that hill.
Oh, are you are you talking Navajo to me? Oh, 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 oh. Scoot in over there. <clears throat> All right. So Kate Bush. Kate Bush. And you said that you weren't a huge fan of that song. No. Which I it was okay, but yeah, not. But um, what I was saying too is, uh, it was definitely alternative when it came out, so it was an acquired taste then. Uh, now, though, I would say that the average young person loves that dark, synthy, heavy beat sound. Something that you can really like lose yourself in when you've got your headphones on and you're in your room. We'll be back after a quick break. It's Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Galade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. I, I'll give you that. That, yeah. that is a song I can so see sitting with headphones and just mm-hmm. kind of losing yourself. Plus, you know, the um, the imagery of it or the, the message of it, it was is basically like, I just, life is so hard. I wish I was stronger. I wish I was, oh my God, I'm getting emotional just I saying know, this don't, for don't, some don't, reason. Yeah. You're going to start crying. You're going to make me cry. This, yeah. this is where the veneer breaks. But no, it's just a song about life is so hard. I wish I was stronger. Um you know, and it's my battle to face alone at the end of the day. Uh, I think that's really can can uh, appeal to anybody who's going through a hard time. I, you know, I and I wonder, um, you know, we our, our society has changed so much, and I and I and so I, this kind of stuff helps me to understand what young people are going through. Yeah, you know. Um, my, you know, when I was a kid, it was like, you know, suck it up or, uh-huh. you know, move and you, out. And you guys were dealing with, God, like, the threat of nuclear war constantly. Oh, my God, yeah. And, and well, going to Vietnam. Vietnam the big thing, too. yeah, was to be drafted to go over to Vietnam. My, my just, cousin was a helicopter, I think I've told that before, helicopter yeah. pilot, pilot, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's uh, Every generation has it really tough. and uh, Has their own little thing to, that yeah. they, their own little demons that they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And, and. As Billy Joel said, our favorite guy, Billy Joel, <laughs> we didn't start the fire. That's right. But we're trying. We didn't light it, but we're trying to fight it. Yeah. And, uh, and he doesn't say anything about putting it out. It's just fight it. Fight it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the human condition. Personally, you want to know what I think all of humanity is? Yeah. I think it's a great experiment. <laughs> I think that in Somebody, a yeah. million billion years, either we're going to have destroyed our planet, or we're going to have created a beautiful utopia, and some. Being somewhere is going to go, ha, I knew they would do that. <laughs> One of the few college courses I ever took was creative writing, right? Yeah. So I wrote a story about what if we all are just, and I, I wish I could find it, but basically it boiled down to that the universe itself was already under a microscope and the beings, we have no concept of the size of the beings. Us, to, to, to them, we're like the size of an ant. Yeah. You know, and they're just observing us. Mm-hmm. Oh, look what they did today. And, and well, 
and you make such a good comparison to <clears throat> ants too. I saw a comic forever ago that was like it was a civilization of civilization of ants, and there was an ant president talking to ant scientists, <laughs> and the scientists say we we cannot find any uh, other pheromone trails of larger life, so we are the only intelligent beings in in this galaxy. Which is to say, you know, we're so big an ant can't even see us, and they don't even have the like senses to be able to sense us. No. What if there's other beings that live only in ultraviolet, exactly. you know, light spectrum? Yeah. Okay. In an alternate universe. Well, I like this writing class that you took. <laughs> yeah. You were good at it. It was it was the teacher that I had. She was, um, well, she just inspired. And you know, I I was such a class guy. I thought she hated. Me. We were Facebook friends now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I thought she like didn't hate me, but was, like just tolerated me. Yeah. And she told me, she told me on a Facebook chat. I was, and I still call her by Mrs. So <laughs> I won't you give her name. Will. Yeah, and uh, I said something about I'm sorry I was such a smart ass in class. She goes, Oh no, I always saw potential in you. Aww. And there was a long little pause for, because we were messaging each other, and I'm like, Oh my God, really Aww. me? <laughs> you got to be kidding. That's got to touch your heart a little oh bit. Oh, my God. It just melted me to my core. That's wonderful. Yeah. I don't know that the potential has ever panned out, but at least okay. somebody saw potential in me. Mr. Radio Star, I think you used your potential oh, pretty well. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's maybe a... it's just me because, you know, I've, I've always wanted to work in the radio business, and you're a real-time, old-timey radio yeah, guy. Yeah, I am so an old-time radio guy. Whether I'm... whether it makes sense or not, I look up to you a lot, Dave. Well, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ren. <laughs> I'll try to do better. Me too, me too. No. <laughs> All right, so it's the British Invasion. I'm loving this. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm glad because I planned it. Any, anything, yeah, anything but the Beatles is what like, we're doing because we're giving a tribute to the Beatles. We're going to have a third and final chapter for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just in a British mood, so I'm feeling like playing random British hits. Sure, I, I I like it. So what do we got next? What do you got, what, what's what's up next, Miss Wren? To me. To you. Okay, so this next one, I don't want to talk about it too much, but okay. it is by Harry Styles. Oh, who, I like Harry Styles. You like Harry Styles? Yes. And you know he used to be in a boy band, One Direction. Yes. So I was trying to think of the band. Okay, so I've always been a big, um, I always tell people, teenage girls decide what's cool in society. Who were the number one fans of the Beatles when they first came out? Teenage girls. Teenage girls. Now they're considered Elvis, teenage girls. Teenage girls. Because, I don't know, teenage girls know what's cool. So when One Direction came out and all the teenage girls were obsessed with it, I didn't really love the music they were pumping out. But my first thought was, oh, these guys, just give them a couple years, they're going to have their Sgt. Pepper phase, and they're (laughs) going to be making crazy music. And they didn't, they ended up breaking up. But each artist, I would say, has really gone on to develop their own uh, creative style. And it sort of mirrors that, that Beatles prediction that I made long ago. Harry Styles, to me, is probably the most interesting. He's kind of got a David Bowie vibe. Ooh, like Weir- that? Yeah, experimental music, wears weird clothes. Yeah. I like it. And this one is, a, is, a, is a, my favorite from one of his newer albums. It's a Sunflower Volume 6. Oh, sweet. But don't worry, you don't have to listen to the first five volumes. Okay. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard those before. It's a trick. It's a trick. Sunflower.
kinds of dance mm-hmm. um anything uh, two-step swing i mean what whatever disco this oh my god yes <laughs> um but i will say that do you dance to that song yeah i would absolutely so i i, I mean I, I i don't personally i i wouldn't know how to dance exactly i mean i would move myself but yeah, <laughs> you know i mean um, Do you understand what I'm saying? No, absolutely. There's songs that you like two-step to, that you groove to. And oh, absolutely, to. yeah. That is a song that you like, you sway around the house to, you know, while you're getting ready. I don't do much swaying. Uh, you're, not a, you're not a romantic 
Well, yes, but I don't do much swaying. <laughs> I will say, well, listen, here's the deal. Like, I can't dance to Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson does not play a two-step song he does ever. Not. No. Nothing. Mm-mm. It's next to impossible to try to country dance to anything that Willie Nelson does. Yes. So, not to just, you know, throw anybody particularly under the bus, but that this song was kind of the same. I can so see I have visions of you in my head. <laughs> have you seen um Breakfast Club? I have. Oh, I love that Me show. Too. Yeah, you know the goth girl. Yes, I, I love her. I don't know the way she dances. Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Yeah. Yes. Or um, Ali Sheely. I can't remember. But she. Yeah, Ali something. Ali something. I want to say Sheedy, but yeah. I I don't know. You lived through that decade. I did. <laughs> she. The way she dances is often how I dance. Just kind of whatever I'm feeling at the moment. So I can technically dance to anything. Well, I was going to say you have rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been following this one lady on TikTok that dances. <laughs> There's a lot of dancing on TikTok. I'm oh told. my god! Well, she thinks she, I think she thinks she's good, but she's not. Oh no! And I'm like, I want to so say she's got like a million followers. Mm-hmm. So apparently, they like the way she dances. I but. mean. Those people who can support, who will support someone just because they appreciate their confidence. That, that's it. You know? Well, see, she she got the followers without dancing, mm-hmm. and now she just recently started She's adding this stuff. Dancing. So I want to kind of send her a message and say, "Hey, look, if you don't lose your followers, you be- would that be awful?" For me? No, it's all about how you phrase it. I mean, it's all about giving criticism and you know constructive criticism instead of just insulting someone. You don't do TikTok anymore, do you? It is bad for my brain. I will lose. <laughs> hours to that app so even though i loved it no i'm not on tiktok anymore you know it's funny because i do at nighttime i'm laying there in bed I'm, you know i'm constantly going through my phone oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? oh. oh yeah i like that one too and then before you know it it's like mm-hmm. yeah. except for me i won't fall asleep because i ha- naturally have anxiety and insomnia so like if something's activating my brain i, I cannot just stop. keep going yeah, yeah. so that's Can't why tiktok off. is is like brain crack for me in a bad way <laughs> brain crack <laughs> brain crack yeah okay then speaking of crack uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i need to take a little uh, rest okay it's time to break is it is yeah that take, a, oh. take a crack at at i don't know what i'm talking about i was trying to make a segue Hell of it. 
if I could, I just kept the last of my clothes on. Oh yeah. Call me up, take me down with you when you go. I could be a regular bell. And I'll sit down for little Steve and Joanna around the back of my hotel. Oh yeah. I was good, she was hot, stealing everything she got. I was born, she was over the worst of it. Give me a kill, thank you, dear. Bring your sister over here. Let her dance with me just for the hell of it. That's the Fratellis. I like that. They Fratellis. Are, yeah, Fratellis, and they're specifically Scottish. They're Scottish. Scottish. Band. Yeah. So that's not British. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Scotland's part of England. Or, well, it's part of the UK. The UK, yeah. yeah. The United Kingdom. The United Kingdom. Right. And then one of the Irelands is part of the UK and one isn't. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Ireland. I don't remember exactly which one. Yes, that was uh, like to the Northern Ireland, I think, is the is the part that was the rebels I, I yeah. don't I don't remember we, yeah we had this on the show we did and I think it's damn man I've slept <laughs> uh, I'm sorry England they don't they only teach we, us about we love America you. yeah America they, they only teach us about America yeah we yeah to. and we have a lot of listeners in uh, England yeah so yeah we I'm, I'm trying to learn more and not just from RuPaul's Drag Race UK <laughs> season two. I'm trying to learn more real British. I'm going to have to watch RuPaul more. I'll, I'll, I'll handpick a season just for you. Okay. And do then that. if you only watch one, just watch that one that I suggest. Okay. I have seen him. I, they keep playing a clip, uh, I think, on Facebook about him in, uh, on uh, Family Feud. Was he on Family Feud? Yeah. He, he was, and he had the, some of the, the... Yeah, the people from his show. The drag queens. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. i got to watch that episode. Yeah, and I don't remember who they were up against, but it's cute. And he he, he interrupts him, Steve Harvey in the middle, and he gets the question right to begin. You know, Steve Harvey's like, if this is right, I'm not going to... You know, it's like, uh-huh. you can just have oh, my job or something. Yeah, RuPaul, like, answered yeah. the question before Steve yeah, Harvey even yeah. finished it, and he was like, oh, my God. I don't even know what I need to say right now. That's right. Um, (laughs) Steve Harvey didn't know how to take him either. Oh, yeah. You know, RuPaul's not a perfect person. Even his own fandom, like, has uh, criticisms of him, but I would definitely say I I love Drag Race, and I love that it's become a bigger art form because of that show and his, his... Work in the entertainment industry. Yeah, <coughs> I, I I respect him. I have, yeah. I don't have. And a... do you know what the show is about? RuPaul's Drag Race. Um. Have you ever seen like America's Next Top Model? 
Yes. Or like Project well, Runway. Well, I've seen, uh, yes, yes. So It's kind of like that. There's a bunch of drag queens who are all competing to be the the queen at the end of the season. Got it. The, the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. And RuPaul is the host, but mostly, most of the entertainment value comes from these... The contestants. The contestants and yeah. their creativity. Oh, they're so creative. Do you know, I, I, I think I said this on a show before, um, that my uncle managed... I think of this story... A couple of drag queens. Yeah, I think of this story all the time. Well, my what grandma. did your grandma say? <laughs> Those are the prettiest women I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, Mom... <laughs> Yeah. Those are men. Yeah. Those are the well, prettiest men I've ever seen. That's exactly what she said. Yeah, I wasn't kidding when I said I love that story. <laughs> well, and it goes to show, I don't know, I think that people who are super against drag queens, it's their thing. But if you really, like, find a couple of performers you like, you'll start to understand that it's really just another way to perform. It's another it, way to it, tell comedy or dance. Express yourself. Express yourself. Yeah. yeah, and once again, in Drag Race you learn there's, like, queens who are best at fashion, queens who are best at comedy, you know? Right. That's just another way to perform. Same thing. Same diff. All right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm the queen of... Uh, Rin Rance. It's time for. Hold on, hold on. I'm the queen of cues. Queen of cues. <laughs> and I am the queen of the rants. There you go. Time for Film Rant with Rin. Hate it. Hate him or love him. New or classic. Rin Rance on them all. Here's Rin. I saw a movie. And that movie was the newest Thor. That is Thor 4, Thor 4, Love and Thunder. (laughs) Say that three times real fast. (laughs) Thor 4, Love and Thunder. Thor 4, Thor 4, Thor 4. You know what? I think that I started watching that and fell asleep. Because it was one of those things of, oh, this ought to be good because I like Thor. Yeah. Well, this one's brand new. It's in theaters. Oh, maybe so not. So you then. might have saw, seen. Well, the first two Thor movies are pretty infamously boring. Okay. You can tell they didn't they, know what they wanted like, yeah. to do with him yet, because you know Tony Stark was like cool and confident and snarky, and and Captain America was like a Boy Scout. It was like, what do we do with Thor? He's a he's a Viking. Well, in these last two movies, he's Rag- good looking though. He's eye candy. Oh, he's beautiful. Well, Chris Hemsworth too. Once they realized he was a very good comedic actor, they made. Uh, Thor, this really like kind of goofy hunk. Like think of Ooh. the nicest, most ripped um, surfer boy you've ever met. Who's like, hey, I don't know what's going on, but I'm ready to support my friends. <laughs> That's Thor. Okay, so I got to see it. So yeah. you went to the theaters to saw this. I did, yeah. And um, I will say it was pretty good. I laughed a lot. Um, I don't know though. I think I'm getting kind of tired of the Marvel formula. Like, yeah, yeah, overdone. The, overdone. I like the character. It's just, I'm kind of tired of the, like, oh, there's a bad guy. We got to get this thing to stop him. Okay, we have the thing. Oh, no, he took the thing. <laughs> oh, it's okay, we beat him. It's like, it's just that over and over again, and I kind of wish that they had Thor, like, I don't know, open up a, a hotel. <laughs> I would much rather have seen that and have, like, oh, no, the, all of Dad's old uh, Viking buddies are ruining the ballroom. <laughs> I would have honestly much rather have seen that than, than Thor fight another bad guy. Okay, so we're gonna um, get on thumbs I, wise. I give it I give it one thumb up. Okay. Definitely worth the ticket price. The giggle, right? The giggle. I think it would be fun to watch on streaming. 
Um, but overall, I liked Thor Ragnarok a lot better. I just thought of a new rating system. Oh, so yeah? one thumb up. One thumb up. So, so if it's a comedy, how many giggles you give it? Between one and five. Oh, out of giggles, it was a five. Yeah, okay, it was a five out of five. One thumb up, five giggles. Yeah, almost too goofy to its detriment, which is, like I said, I think this plot would have worked. I think this story would have worked better with like a different plot. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. All right, thanks, Rin. I watch it so you don't have to. <laughs> Be listening each week for yet another ranting with Rin. She's relentless. <laughs> I watch it so you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, you're right. I may have heard that before, but that was pretty cute. You know where I remember it from? There's this reviewer. I mean, he still makes videos, but he's not popular anymore. He got in trouble for just being a creep. He's called the Nostalgic Critic, and what he used to do was... Uh, watch old movies and review them mm. like which was pretty groundbreaking at the time when he first did it but he used to say i'm the nostalgia critic i remember it so you don't have to <laughs> i think that's where i was getting it from oh i like it i think that ought to be a soundbite yeah that's pretty good hey um all right so we got time for one more right but oh yeah i want to say our goodbyes first then we'll introduce the song cool yeah um you promised me a couple of shows ago and i still have yet to, that you were going to have a very profane mm-hmm. profound not profane profound you can make it profane if you want to, because mm-hmm. this is the internet part of the show. This is the internet part, <laughs> but, and I... But you're not a very profane person. I I mean, I totally did my research, and I'm not Googling profound quotes <laughs> right now. I plan for this, and my quote for you is, and it comes from Niels Bohr. Okay. The opposite of a fact is falsehood. But the opposite of one profound truth may very well be another profound truth. <laughs> okay, thanks, Wow, Nils. wow. That's, That's so deep that I, I'm going to need the shovel to get my ass out of this hole. <laughs> yes, so chew on that. <laughs> I planned that all week. All right, well, listen, uh, this was fun. British Invasion, I, I like it. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to we'll finish up the Beatles b- before very long, mm-hmm. and we're going to do a, an Elvis one too. I think. Oh yeah, I think. But that's we'll a good keep one. it sh- a two-parter. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ladies, the of ladies rock of and rock and roll, roll deserves. Oh yeah. my God! At least three. I'm thinking maybe four. Mm-hmm. I mean, we the last count I had a hundred mm-hmm. uh, ladies of rock and roll. Wow. And, you know, I'd almost like to go into just slightly, you know me, I'm always interested in the origins of these American cultural things. So it'd be interesting to do even like, you know, early, early rock and roll, maybe some, some oh. a little bit of jazz, you know, yeah. those, those preambles into it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. All right. So listen, if you have any suggestions or comments or uh, criticisms, we'll take it all. You can email us at thegeneralswakeupcall at gmail.com. It's all one word, all lowercase. And it's da generals uh, wake up call mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Send profound quotes. That's right. Always wear your clean underwear. Oh, that's already in our clothes. I can't use that one. Uh, what, Let's see. What's I don't, another one? Um, when, it, when in doubt, okay. When in doubt, whip it out. Rip it out. <laughs> that's right. When in doubt, rip it out. Oh, I think I've said this before, but I love this quote. It was said to me by a, a travel agent while I was in the middle of the airport scrambling to, requ- to reschedule my flight. I said, my plan's just backfired. And he said, well, you know what? When plans backfire, 
you fire back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. Well, listen. Let's let's play another song. Let's That's get right, out here. Right. Yeah, one more, uh, and it's the uh, the British Invasion. This one's British Invasion, and who I have queued up next is Miss Jessie J. Who Jessie like, J. Yeah, you were talking about her off mic too. Yeah, she's got. A, she, I think she's got a couple of hits in America, um, but she's like Miss pop queen i'd say in england and she has got a powerful voice i really like jesse j okay let's have it yeah this one is have a good week Rin. have a good week bye bye
that? Every week, Ren and David will bring you informative fun, maybe a musical guest or two, and you'll always get a load of laughter. Answered emails, rants, raves, community thoughts, and so much more. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of their wonderful sponsors. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, new episodes are available every Monday morning at 1 a.m. And they would love to hear from you at TheGeneralsWakeUpCall at gmail.com. This has been an Interwest Concepts, Inc. production, all rights reserved. Be excellent to each other. Always wear your clean underwear.